Omis, welcome to another interview of the week. This week is a FOMO 3 special. We have on with us Apollo. How are you going, Apollo? Hey, guys. Very well, thanks. And, thanks and as ever, uh, with uh, my co-host, Dropkick Darren. Dropkick Darren, how are you doing? I am great, Mark. We are releasing this special episode in the lead-up to FOMO 3. Um, it'll come out the night before, um, morning before, sorry. And I'm just really keen to, to kick this off and kind of give you guys that special insight into one of our core members. Very cool. Um, Apollo, we've been wanting to get you on for a while. Uh, we didn't want to disturb you pre FOMO <laughs> 3, but yeah, when you said you could do this last week, we really jumped at the opportunity. Um, so maybe we could just start sort of with your kind of background, um, you know, I, I don't think many Omis would know kind of what your role in is role is with Olympus. Um, so maybe, um, yeah, we can start with your background. Kind of, we were just discussing <laughs> with it. You were around during Web two. Uh, sorry, the launch of the web. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it must yeah. have been a little while ago. So I think there's like might be quite a bit of a story there. So maybe you can just whatever yeah. you're willing to share. I think there's no, a lot that you can f fill us in on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, so how far back can I go? Uh, so my my background uh, is engineering, right? I I did uh, engineering college. Um, Technically, I started coding when I was 13 with the first uh, Apple IIe, probably computers that you might see in a museum today. Um, my first machines had no hard drive to, to give you an idea. Um, so I was always fascinated, fascinated by technology and innovation and the impact of technology in business. So when I, have, when I had to pick up my my career, I picked up engineering and not computer science because I was always going to be coding. Um, fast forward, after graduating, I, I worked for three years uh, in a strategic planning uh, capacity in a very, very big company. So that gave me some insights in how uh, large corporations were run. And uh, when the internet showed up as the... Uh, the first um, use case, if you will, of a commercial implementation on top of the TCPIP protocol. I thought that I was waste, wasting my time if I didn't jump out of my nine to five job and, and into the internet wagon. So uh, I founded my first company when I was probably 20, whatever, two, 23, like old style uh, company in terms of uh, raising funds, Hiring people, um, selling a piece. Uh, we uh, we whether we rode the internet uh, bubble till the very end. Uh, I sold part of that company and. Uh, oh, so you we were, sold you sold uh, like some equity during the boom? Did you? Yeah, I I did I did sell some equity in the boom. Um, our main goal it was ended up as a consulting firm, right? Where we were we were mainly uh, 
helping uh, businesses bootstrap their internet strategy, right? And that involved from uh, teaching people what the internet was to teaching people how to use email, what was email, what email was better than other stuff. So very basic stuff that today you take them from granted. Back then, uh, I had crazy conversations like, why do I need an email if I have a fax, right? So, so that, wow. that, that kind of stuff. So for me, when, when I see this second wave of innovation, it's the blockchain, right? Uh, I feel like I already lived through this, right? I already went through the, the uh, late adopters, the early comers, who wants to do what. And um, so I've, I've been since... Since uh, the 20s, an entrepreneur, I've been starting companies, uh, some with more or less success. Um, in the um, early 2000s, I, I was fascinated by the markets specifically and uh, started trading. And I, I didn't really want to trade by myself. So I created a company that would develop uh, trading algorithms and, and trade uh, automatically index futures, futures, uh, commodities, FX. Um, and in, uh, in 2010, 2011, um, founded a hedge fund and we were, whatever well, had several bots trading by themselves, the markets and, uh, found about Bitcoin while being a quant, basically coding, developing with one of my partners. Uh, we always debated about currencies and uh, inflation because we were we grew up in a hyperinflation environment, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so always econ it was something that fascinated me. So when Bitcoin showed up, I think I bought my first Bitcoin at whatever five dollars or something like that. Wow, um, that's and, so cool. <laughs> well, it's it's not that cool because unfortunately I didn't put enough attention to it right um mm. so what oh, what, you only bought one <laughs> <laughs> no i i probably want like a hundred so i can't remember exactly but buying back then it was very hard to find where to buy them and i think yeah, there was some I was kind say, of where, where where did that get cust- like custodied would have been well th- there was no there was there was some so i had the old mac you remember the white mm. plastic macbook um, I installed a Bitcoin node there. Um, I think the blockchain was like 10 gigabytes. So it's pretty, what's pretty small. Uh, I would create a wallet with the uh, node and, and transfer, um, it was not dollars. You had, you had kind of buy, um, with paper or something like that, a coin in a game. I did through a game first. And then in the game, you would swap that coin for Bitcoin and that would generate your Bitcoin. Then I would withdraw the Bitcoin to, to my wallet in the node. Um, wow, I did some... Such a wild, wild story. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And I, I then tried uh, mining for a while. Um, I rolled my miner in, in, I think it was called the Ant Pool. It was one of the first pools. Uh, and then basically when, I think after the first crash, in Bitcoin, I uh, I went back to my quant life and coding and trading the markets, and uh, I got back 
to the uh, blockchain world uh, probably early 2016 or 17 and mainly in a trading capacity. In 2013, I did buy a couple of, of uh, rigs and did some more mining, but nothing on a commercial scale. It was more like a hobby than any, uh, any other thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, basically that's, that's how I got involved into blockchain. Um, I, I looked at many, many different use cases where to use, uh, technology and, and blockchain and, and smart contracts. And maybe it was mid last year that I, I met Zeus, um, because of some common relationship that we have. Um, generally, I'm kind of a reference in terms of of entrepreneurship and technology and starting companies and such. And someone introduced us and uh, he came to the office uh, with some ideas not, not related to Olympus. It was, it was a previous project that he wanted to develop. And uh, I, I was lucky enough during the internet days and the startup days to meet a lot, a lot of entrepreneurs, right? Uh, mm. Whether back in the 90s, because we had a consulting firm, we would receive an entrepreneur or two entrepreneurs a week, right? That would show up with yeah. an idea, with a presentation and say, hey, I want to do this. I'd like to do an IPO. Can you help me? Can you develop? And I have many funny stories from guys that today are billionaires that showed up in the office and I thought that their idea were dumb and they actually <laughs> made a killing and made their companies public. Um, but, but the good thing about that is you start to identify set certain pattern, patterns in people, right? So you, you see people from another, another angle. When you see someone, you say, mm -hmm. okay, this, this person has certain characteristics that I like. And, and when I met Sus, I, his initial idea was, uh, he probably talked about this in, in some of his his podcast, was uh, to apply blockchain into a uh, dis disruption use case for the music industry, right? Um, so we uh, we sat in the office several times. We looked at the use case. I I basically gave, gave him some advice, but but he's very very. Uh, fast learner and and, uh, and very methodic and it has a great way of putting ideas in into papers and presentations and stuff. Um, so at, at some point he decided not to pursue that music business because um, the industry looked uh, harder than than what someone would believe in terms of changing whether how Spotify distributes music or uh, but the idea was still good and probably audio, uh, what's the name? Uh, audio or something like that. Audius. Audius. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, I would say Audius is a similar use case uh, than what we initially thought for that. Um, and uh, at that point, I was, I always wanted to launch a coin, right? And we were, we were discussing uh, with another partner launching a, a different stable coin, totally different from from what Olympus is today, and discussing this with Sus, Sus comes and says, well, you know, I also want to launch a coin. And, and he said, give me a couple of days. And 
I came up with a white paper. I said, okay, <laughs> that's, that sounds good. And uh, he came back like two or three days later with, with a fantastic white paper. I, I, I really loved it. Um, so that's how we, we started seeing, okay, how do we go from idea ideation to launching something like this? And we started exploring some uh, VCs, big, small uh, investors of different kind. And, um, and maybe whatever, by December, January, he called me and said, hey, I got money. I set up a Discord. Let's go for this. <laughs> So, um, and you probably know the story from <laughs> early this year, right? It really uh, grew, outgrew all, all my expectations big time, right? Um, what were your expectations kind of pre-launch? Did you think it would be like maybe a couple of hundred people interested and then very oh, slow growth? Or Well, um, we, had, we had several Excel sheets with uh, different models, that was put together, um, and I helped randomize some of them because all scenarios looked optimistic, but the premium that we were getting, it was like $39, or so our, our highest price was like 40 bucks. So it was, <laughs> it, it was really, I was really amazed by, by the whole process of launch launching. Uh, I was blown up by the speed because but back in the 90s, if you wanted to do something like this, it would take you at least three, four years and millions of dollars in investment, right? Uh, building a team, building, uh, buying buying machines. There was no Amazon cloud, right? The, the cloud showed up in 2008, right? Uh, I, I was probably one of the early users of the Amazon cloud. But before that, you really had to invest in infrastructure. This was, it's a total different animal and speed. The, the speed of innovation that you see today um, with all the tools that you have available was something before that was unthinkable. Um, so uh, when I say it blew my expectation, it's in every, in every aspect, right? So from, from the model, when, when we set up the plan and, and I, I use generally a charting software that's called Lucid Chart. So we use Lucid Chart to to put together some uh, architecture, high, high architecture diagrams. And, and there we said, okay, we have to work on on four boxes, right? Uh, so one is is policy and the model, right? What what are we going to do with the model um, in terms of modeling the behavior, the dynamics of this? It's different from backtesting a trading strategy. It was it was a different thing. Um, then development, uh, we need developers to develop this. Then we need funding, right? So we need to go and search for funds. Uh, and third, we need to build a com community. So those are the, were the four things that we did. And to be honest, I was blown away with all four, right? So, so the model basically, we worked on modeling and modeling and modeling, mainly Zeus, right? I would look at the numbers and say, oh, this look great, this look great. Uh, I still code some Python. I run some Python scripts, but but it, it was really not necessary, right? We we interviewed three or four consulting firms um, to see if they would uh, take the uh, project of developing it, and they would all come back with sixty to a hundred grand 
budgets and some would come and say, well, this is great, but we should model it first. We should be sure this will, you know, blow away. And, and we finally said, it doesn't make sense to outsource this development. We have to find some other way of doing it in, in-house. But then Sus started pitching some investors from the industry, right? Very, mm-hmm. very involved. Um, and um, they helped develop a, a net network initially that that kickstarted a lot all the uh, the network marketing tweets and, and so on, right? So um, from the initial plan, generally these plans, you plan them and, and you have to redefine them every, <laughs> in this case, it was at, at a daily basis, right? So the initial mm-hmm. Excel models were not trashed, but, but nothing similar to what originally was planned uh, was how we finally launched. Launch, the week we launched was like, like crazy. It was one, one of the... Uh, I was worried for Zeus. I said, hey, you need to sleep, man, because <laughs> I know you're young, but you cannot be <laughs> days <laughs> without sleeping, right? It's not healthy. Um, and not sustainable, so, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was re- really crazy because we, uh, we, we did the IDO, right, um, with the alpha, the alpha arms. Actually, initially, it was not called even Olympus, right? We had a different name for it. Um, which was the centralized central bank, right? Uh, it didn't have a lot of appealing. Not the same ring. Not the same ring, yeah, by any means. Uh, and uh, I, I'm new to this culture of the Discord and the memes, and but, but I learned that I, I really appreciate the power of it, right? So that's, I was blown away also by the, the way the community was built, the way our team was built. Um, I come from a world where you interview people, you have your HR <laughs> department, yeah, you have CVs, you see who you hire, right? So this is a completely new way of building. Um, mm-hmm. mid, mid-2017, I did help with strategies to several ICO companies, right? So... I knew how ICO companies were starting to structure themselves. Um, I, I saw several DAOs and how how they were uh, organizing their governance, right, and, and even voting or investing in several of them, but but never from the inside, like like with Olympus, right. Um, and um, in in the end, development was mainly taken over by by Jeff and and Sus. Uh, with the core core contracts, um, and uh, and from the community, we started to see emerging talent like I've never seen before. I, I think today we have the best team in in DeFi in in every sense, right? So from from talent, from um, uh, organizing their work. So it's not people that are talented, but they don't know how to work as a team. Um, the motivation, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm really, really impressed with um, how the team has been uh, assembled and, and how we work and, and the throughput of work that we're able to get from the team, right? Um, yeah, 100%. I'm, 
it's yeah, it's it's really amazing. It's really amazing. Uh, when I and I compare this when to when I had my consulting firm, right? And uh, agile methodologies were not around when we were uh, developing for other companies, right? So I tried to to teach or evangelize uh, CTOs of early companies saying, hey, you have to go agile and you have, and we used to use a software that was called Rational Rose or from IBM. And we would compete with IBM and, and with big companies trying to adopt new technologies. But in this case, um, it's like out of the community, everybody came with, with great knowledge and great way of communicating, working, organizing, doing stand-ups. Everything, everything worked very well, right? And, and uh, I'm, I'm very blessed and to have uh, been able to be part of this from the early days. Uh, I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> yeah, cool. um, it's, it's awesome. I, I just wanted to kind of touch on what you had mentioned earlier with like the kind of how you siloed the different um, kind of categories as in policy, community, um and you know you had those kind of four main categories to go off so with that in mind how did the ancient greek theme come about surrounding olympus because you went from decentralized central bank to you know olympus being this like ancient greek theme thing is it based on those four pillars um well i guess that the early feedback that we received from the white paper was very uh, very cor- corporate traditional, right? Meaning, mm-hmm. we, we would go with this, but okay, you're you're a bank, you're a reserve currency. the The initial approach was actually basing it on Bitcoin, right? And from mm-hmm. some Asian funds, uh, the the first feedback was, no, no one in Asia will give you Bitcoin in exchange for your token um, because they are Bitcoin maximalists uh, and uh, they, they would basically don't do it. Um, and, uh, and at some point, uh, going, going from, from a standard, uh, very hard uh, name to uh, finding a, an allo of, of something, in this case, the, the Greek theme. I think Zeus came up with the idea. He said, what do you think about Olympus's name? I love it. So, and the initial the initial token was going to be the Oli. Um, but there was a, there was a company uh, that had that Oli um, that's called Oliseum uh, that actually was pitched to invest in their company like in 2017 or 18. So I said, hey, problem with this name is that they will, it will be a problem. And for some time we still say, okay, they are not really using it. They didn't launch. We might be able to go to be Oli still. But then when we started with the community, some people started to notice that Oli, and this was a week or two weeks before launching. It was very, <laughs> very on top of launching. They, they said, Someone came up and said we had to start explaining that we were different from that. So finally, we said we have to change the name, yeah. and uh, we picked up this Om is, because 
It's yep. only two weeks before launch, so super. Yeah, I, ca- I can't remember, but I, it was, yeah, it was very, very uh, on top of launching, right? Very on top of launching. Launching was was really, uh, really an experience, right? Because we started with the IDO, we we offered fifty thousand um, ohms or alpha ohms, actually. Um, to the Discord users, non-US Discord users, and um, and then after doing that, we realized that they, they were transferable. So one of our team members posted a, a Uniswap pool, and the price overshoot in a matter of uh, minutes, probably in thirty minutes or an hour, it was trading at four hundred, five hundred, a thousand. So we say this. We have to stop. This. We we were in the Discord. We didn't know really how to react to that because it was not the idea. He said the idea was not to make the alphas float, right? Um, so from there on, I think Zeus has been great in terms of steering the ship from from the start to the the decentralized um, organization that we are today, right? Um, Moving away from uh, that, probably that that simple mistake, if you will, uh, made that we decided to to change the uh, public price from the initial plan was eight dollars to um, to sixteen dollars. Right? Yeah, sixteen. the the initial the initial um, the initial supply that we had modeled in an Excel sheets was. I think like four million, and um, and because we didn't have the audits finished on the smart contracts, we said we cannot launch with that such huge supply and with not even audit contracts, and and also we didn't have all all the infrastructure that we have today in place, right? Um, we we didn't have a sale contract, we didn't have uh, the bonds. So it was a very, very early stage, uh, soft launch. So we minimized the supply to a bare minimum of, I think it was the initial 50 plus uh, 16 or 18,000. Uh, so we, we launched with 68,000, something along those lines. And I think the, all these small changes to the initial model, I think that it helped a lot. Um, the way we uh, we kickstart our pool and, and our community because suddenly you have 350 early OMIs that were had participated in the IDO that were seeing how their initial investment was paying off and uh, with a token that has a very very strong economic background right uh, the math has been reviewed several, several times, right? The, uh, the ideas behind it are, I think they are fantastic. Um, so you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, so were bonds, um, were bonds part of, because originally bonds were going to be a different sort of mechanism than what they ended up being. Is that, how, how, how did the, protocol kind of change from when you were kind of first de- like 
sort of developing it with Zeus to like kind well, of no the the bonds the bonds using the bonds as a mechanism to acquire um, reserves and liquidity were were from scratch out of Zeus design right I actually remember what one day in the office he said he, he says hey, I had a great idea what if we use bonds to acquire the liquidity. So we own the liquidity by selling our token at a discount. I said, this is fantastic. No one is doing that. <laughs> I, I, it, it was so simple. I said, why no one is doing this? Because people are incentivizing others to, um, with rewards to provide liquidity. And I, I have many friends that are with the providers and but no one came with this idea. So it was in the initial design, right? It was not developed when we launched. It was not finished. Um, and probably the main reason is that uh, we had to accelerate the pace after the alphas were floating. Um, the initial idea was do the ICO and then take more time to finish the smart contracts that were not totally done or, or the... Or, or were not audited or whatever. Um, so, so yes, yes, the bonds were there initially, right? Um, I'm, I'm not sure they were in the white paper, but I do remember Sus coming up with the idea. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so maybe you can take us to like uh, one or two interesting or funny stories from around that launch period like whether or not it's something, you know, that happened kind of in the background that um, we might not be aware of or um, do you have any sort of war stories from then that you might want to um, share? Yeah. Um, no, I, I guess the funniest story was was when, when the Uniswap pool was created, right? Uh, because we were all, all in the chat um finishing and and seeing uh, uh how many people were going to participate and and say okay we need to raise 200 grand that that was the the number right and so we were all focusing on that and and one of the team members received their their alpha tokens i think they were like 141 tokens and i believe in the chat he said okay is it fine if if I create a pool just to test this, right? <laughs> and I think no one paid a lot of attention to his comment and said, yeah, why not? So he did it. <laughs> uh, and suddenly someone said, hey, we are floating in Uniswap. <laughs> and it was like a mess. Everyone was like, why? We can't be doing that. That's So that was the first uh, war room um, uh, crazy reaction, right? Like saying this... Um, it was like the first confirmation that there was that the hype that we were seeing in the Discord was transferring into price action, right? But of course, the the supply was very limited, and we are seeing now other other projects that are going through through similar price dynamic, like like Klima, and someone posted their a Klima in, in uh, Uniswap or SushiSwap, I think it's SushiSwap. And it's trading like eight hundred, right? It's because yeah. the supply is non supply is non-existent, right? So, um, yeah, I would say that that from the very early days, this is one of the one of the um, 
things that uh, I most remember. There are others that I'd, I'd rather not share <laughs> to pre to preserve the integrity of some of the team members. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a wild ride. Uh, yeah, and it's been only six months. Next week is is six months. Wow. Yeah, that it is wild that it has not even been six months since this has started. Yeah, like the amount of traction uh, is, I think, completely blown everyone away. I don't think anyone could have foreseen the had yes. these kind of expectations. Yes, um, yes. And like, kind of on that like topic. Um, and you're an engineer. You you know understand kind of a lot of first principles. Um, thinking and like I wanted to kind of ask like how important do you think you know momentum is in like the success of Olympus and do you think it's kind of played a really big part in our trajectory um, up until kind of this point um, no I, th I think mo momentum is it's pretty important I see I I see launching businesses or innovation like surfing, right? So so if if you have your board, right, you know how to surf, you have the waves, um, so all the components are there, right? But the timing is what makes you surf or do not surf, right? If you are too behind the wave, you will start uh, whether trying to catch up and you will miss it. If, if you are too in front, so if you are too early to the innovation or whatever, it will crush you, right? So timing and creating momentum is what makes you serve the right way. Uh, and I've seen great ideas that because of being off time during the ICO times, uh, they ended up in the trash and spent like 2 million bucks or whatever, and they were never able to raise funds. And I see dumb ideas, right? That because they were at the right time, uh, raised 200 million and they are still burning through the treasury that they raised and the idea is dumb and they have not been able to get momentum or traction. Uh, so I think, I think in this case, it was, was kind of, uh, looking at the market, looking how the market was behaving, coming out of the crypto winter and saying, okay, we have whatever several months to launch this, uh, maybe a year, right? But we want to do it in the right time, right? We don't want to be that guy that came with a great idea, and because the market wasn't there, was not able to execute properly. Um, yeah. So I do think yeah. mo momentum is important, and and now we are getting into our form of three, and and I've I've seen this from since form of one. There's there's always certain momentum that is created around these events. As a quant trader, right, uh, I always hated uh, momentums because my algorithms were not able to capture them, <laughs> but they do exist, right? <laughs> so so I see them in, in our case, and we always try to uh, under-promise and over-deliver, meaning we, we create momentum, but after something was launched or some mechanism was proven or um but um yeah i i think the 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 community ar around the the meme culture right and uh, has helped a lot create that momentum right um 
Yeah, it's it's, it's really fantastic. Communities, yeah. communities really hard to build into your models uh, to factor yes. in. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and uh, it's it's really it's really interesting uh, the uh, language and and the culture among the omis and how they communicate between each other. They help each other uh, both in the Discord, the Telegram, or whatever, or Twitter. There's a kind of there's kind of respect, right? Uh, I I I try to participate in in as many calls as I can, and everybody's word is heard, and everybody's time to speak is there, and if anybody wants to participate, is invited. Uh, I don't see that in normal corporations, right? Normal corporations, there's generally some kind of of hierarchy, right? That Sometimes you see that whatever a boss is saying uh, stupidity, but because he's the boss, everybody has to shut up and listen to the guy. Um, in this case, that doesn't happen. So, so the meritocracy exists, right? The best ideas survive. Um, and, and this generates a, a really, really um, good synergy in terms of innovating, creating, delivering products that, I haven't seen in, in other organizations, right? Um, so I think picking up the DAO as a structure, because we, we had that doubt at the beginning, what's the right structure for this? We discuss with lawyers, we say what's what's the right way to do uh, to, to go for it. And, and the DAO, I think it was, was a perfect decision. And um, going the uh, traditional way, I'm sure that we would have never been able to execute this in such short period of time. Um, it's it's the decentralized and autonomous way of the team working that allows this to to have this momentum, this this speed uh, that I have not seen in other organizations. Maybe I didn't have the chance, and maybe whatever the Facebooks of this world were like this um, in the early days, but. In this case, uh, this is when you ask what what really blow your expectations. I would say it's the, it's the community, right? And we've seen. I think we 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 are the protocol that was most forked, and none of the other forks worked because you cannot fork the community. That's that's something that it doesn't live in GitHub, right? <laughs> it's a different thing. Yeah. So, are you like? Um, would you say? that you are like surprised by the um, kind of operating model every day? Do you sort of stumble across things that you didn't even know were happening and are like people working on projects that are just like um, sort of that you have to, are you across kind of everything happening, do you think, or are you surprised? No, by no, I, I, I do not. I do not. I, it's hard to, to be up to date with the, with the Discord, right? I see every morning I wake up, I have thousands of, of messages, right? Um, and I, I, I do think that the concept of making Olympus a platform, right? Like an operating system and have business models or use cases being developed on top of it, right? It's something that's happening by the hour, right? Like income is, is, it's one of them, right? I, it was so fast when I realized it was launched. 
was probably after we did the swap <laughs> because because hey we have we have to swap some funds from the treasury for income we we can get some ETH because we need ETH to pay for some stuff. I said, okay, what's... And then I realized this this grew up in a matter of weeks, right? It's exactly using the platform as we envision others should use it, right? Um, and at some point, we I, I don't need to be in, in every conversation. I, I really fascinating by seeing people uh, pick up the uh, building blocks and coming up with their own ideas. It's, it's like the back in the days, it was Microsoft trying to push their operating system to people build on Visual Studio or whatever. Is the Apple Store offering uh, SDKs for engineers to build their apps? Well, we are offering uh, building blocks or of. Uh, of bonds and smart contracts and and uh, and um, e- economic theory, yeah, yeah, money technology that others can can use, right? E- even central banks could be using, right? Um, so, so that that for me is is the way to go. How how do we move from from this expansion phase to being the currency in DeFi that it's everywhere, that it's it's the pair that everybody wants to to pair with, right? Um, and I think we are getting there. Uh, we see it with the Klima guys, we see it with with um, income. Um, it's it's fantastic. I'm, I'm really I'm really happy to see how people are using the, the platform. Uh, we see now with the Olympus Pro that's launching this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, that happened very quickly as well, didn't it? Because it was kind of uh, every some people were talking about it, but then the the kind of project from sort of oh we're going to do this to like let's launch it <laughs> pre FOMO. It must have been uh, a big rush for uh, everyone involved in coordinating that. Can you tell us uh, maybe a little bit about kind of uh, the development of that and kind of were you surprised well, by how quickly? Yeah, we, ha- we have a great, great team of uh, project managers and, and engineers, right? So we have the capacity of pulling in resources when needed. I think our Olympus DAO server reached like 800 members now, right? And of those, there are like 73 contributors and growing. Uh, I think last month it was like 60, like in July, uh, August it was like 73. So the um, in the case of Olympus Pro, right, and how, how to, I, I think the idea started with Treasury as a service, as a task, how we used to call it, and then that kind of migrated or ended up being the Olympus Pro, but um, it's been cooking for a while, maybe a month or so. At some point we said, okay, we, we need to keep this only in discussions within the Olympus Pro team. So we don't, because we see all these forks around and we, did, we didn't want to, to leak information for forks to pick up the idea 
and and run with it before we we launch right of course after you launch you will be forked right there's not much to to do around that um so so there was a lot of work around that right um engineers lined up designers lined up um the project leaders um um worked uh, uh coordinating the efforts and and uh I think it's it's been a fantastic coordination work, and then we have partnerships uh, talking with uh, as many protocols as needed. I think uh, this week or this week before um, we launch a form for other protocols to kind of apply and explain why they want to um, start testing or using and. Um, it's going to be a very great uh, end of the year seeing many protocols using it. I, I've been receiving DMs for like big, well-established uh, projects interested in um, the Olympus Pro design and how they can start using it within their, their protocols. I, I've been, uh, protocols are much bigger than Olympus, right? Some, so, so we start to we have to start defining okay what what kind of protocols we we accept in which which ones we launch first um, how do we protect the brand right um, mm-hmm. what's what's the uh, what's the reputational risk if one of these fail um, so there are a lot of strategic uh, decisions right that that start to be involved when when you are on well, the top one hundred token and, and uh, a billion plus market cap uh, uh, coin, right? So um, so we are kind of like protecting that. Yeah, I guess that's like the risk that you touch on is if ABC um, token goes to zero and we're essentially a sink for them, um, then, you know, that, that also looks bad on, on us. So yes. that, is, that, is that kind of the, the risk you're referring to? Yeah. Exactly that that kind of of risks yes yes so I guess we are very careful and and we have a, a fantastic uh, uh, partnership team right uh, that that help us um, go through and assess who are great partners uh, to start with and of course you can always be wrong right but at least we're we're doing our very best. Analyzing risk, um, brand risk, uh, financial risk. Um, now, now, of course, technology risk. We we have people auditing our our contracts. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think the the level. I'm not sure if it, this transpires to the community, but the the capacity of of the teams in every uh, skill that it's needed to run an organization it's is there right um, and it's great because it was emergent it's an emergent behavior of the organization it's it's not that we hire someone and we, we wrote a job profile and we said okay go with a headhunter and find the people no we have someone that's great building relationships and partnerships we have Wartel it's great uh, taking care of the community, right? Um, we have Anbanski, who's great 
working with engineering and coordinating and and keeping the pace so we are not behind schedule. So so everybody has been able to find the role uh, where they add the most value, right? Um, so yes, I, I think the machine, it's, it works like a machine. It's working very well, very well. So maybe uh, we'll touch on a couple other things, but just quickly, how long yeah. did you model out before we reached a billion dollar market cap? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> you mean in 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 the early days? Yeah. Let me see if I'm able to to recoup that. But um, that's a great question. It's a great question. So this is a file. Let me see properties. So this is a file from February twenty second. Okay. This example particularly was. Because we run many, right? So I'm not sure this one, which version it was. But to give you an idea, after 57 epochs, we reached in this sample uh, $11 of price, right? And then it would stabilize that six. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And uh, we had the daily gain, the max APY we were reaching was like 7,000, right? Uh, and then it was stabilized much lower i don't see the market cap we had the daily revenue we had four million we don't have a market cap here we could uh, this was the supply okay so a billion uh, let's see this is five dollars yeah so we were at a billion four in this example. I think it's after a year, probably after a year. Oh, okay. So that's still that's pretty optimistic, still. Yeah. Yeah, but but well, but, 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 it, but it was completely six months. It was completely completely a uh, uh, different scenario. We reached there in this Excel sheet, right? Using two hundred sixty-five million supply and five dollars of price. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so interesting because um, we we had pushback for from several engineer teams that would say you need to model, you need to model, you need to model, and I was more of the idea with, that we needed to model. At some point. Sue says, you know what, let's test it in the market with very little money. It's, it's not a big risk, right? Um, so that was, that was another reason why we lowered the 4 million initial supply to 68,000, right? In this, this model, we, we started with 4 million, right? And we ended up with 256 million, um, 65 million. Uh, we launched way, way below that supply. I think it was was a fantastic decision. I was completely wrong when, when we lowered that much. I say, well, we started with four million, we, with sixty eight thousand. In my head, we made sense to start with four million. Other projects, it would ever meet a billion. But from the econ perspective and 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 dynamics of the model. I made perfect sense, and Sus was able to anticipate it and, and made the right call. So 
Yeah, yeah. and was that, was, was that Core modeled or did Zeus just go full Gigabrain? And it was like, you know what, uh, I'm going to reduce this by 80, 80 No, 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 no. I, I don't have that sheet, but I'm 100% that he modeled it. Yeah, he, he I, awesome. I, have, I have probably 10 models. Uh, he might have two, 200 models, right? Um, <laughs> so, so um, yeah, yeah. Cool. I was I was actually trying to rebuild this in get out of the Excel sheet, rebuild it in, in a in a CatCat um, model with a blockchain, and I didn't have the time to do it. We we launched before I was finishing my Python scripts. <laughs> So, so reality was much better way of testing this than than simply modeling and and doing some uh, some scenario analysis and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I maybe whatever. It's it's the speed that I I was talking at the beginning. Everything moves much faster, right? Yeah, and you can test things in real life much easier and cheaper. Yeah. What What is the sort of um, end goal for Olympus. Where does this all end? Where are we in five years, Apollo? What's the vision? Well, well yeah. So, so the vision is to, to become the reserve currency of DeFi, right? Um, where we should be, I guess we should be top five, right? Uh, cryptos in the world, right? Uh, we are on our, our way to get there. Uh, OM should be ubiquitous, basically being every everywhere and should be the currency other other protocols would like to pair with, right? So today you see whatever, all tokens pair with Bitcoin, they pair with ETH, they pair with DAI. Uh, well, they should be pairing with Olympus, right? Um, and then, um, from an infrastructure perspective, we should be the financial operating system other protocols use uh, as their foundation building blocks to uh, create new use cases, right? And we've seen the first uh, the, the first examples of that with income, with uh, Klima, um so we are we are Olympus Pro will will allow this to to expand much faster in a structured way, right? Uh, probably if we had Olympus Pro before Klima, Klima would have been a user of Olympus Pro, right? Uh, we we will be multi-chain, right? We will be in every uh, chain um, and cross-chain. Um, so that's where I see us in. I think five years looks like too long. I think we're going to be there much faster. Like six months? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't like to overpromise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. I mean, at, at this rate, who knows? Um, but... <laughs> yeah, no, every, every forecast has been overblown. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, all, it's also, um, you know, you touch on the, kind of Olympus being first, you know, hard money, a currency for DeFi, and then, you know, building out its, like, um, infrastructure offerings. Do you kind of see Olympus dabbling in anything else? And, and 
do you, you know, what kind of um, yeah. struggles do you think Olympus will come across or do you think it'll be kind of everything will come together in the way that like Dow participation has, has um, formed? Yeah. Do you think it'd be similar? Similar? Um, no, in, in terms of s struggles, um, I think the, the decentralization, the DAO has been maturing and evolving as, as fast as everybody wanted, right? I, I don't mm -hmm. see struggles there. Um, we'll probably, and we had some early discussion, should we establish a grant program and an incubator of sorts of, of VC of sorts where we can help financially other projects in our launch, um, as long as they use our, our technology or our platform in, in some ways. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's something that, whether well, a couple of months ago, we said we, we could look at that. I'm, I feel that I, I'm looking at the numbers and, and looking at the team and looking at the burn rate um, and my, and trying, going back to the analogy of surfing, I compare that with the speed of the industry and maybe we are not spending fast enough, right? We should, we should triple our team, right? And deliver faster. But uh, it's just because whenever I see someone forking us, I, see, I say we should be forking ourselves in other chains, right? Um, before other people do it for us, right? But um, I think we'll get there. We'll get there. We are, our budget has been growing. Um, our, our spending, right, has been growing. Um, we, uh, in six months, we went from whatever, 30, uh, $30,000 a week or to um, 60 uh, to uh, now we're going to be like 320 a month. Um, so we're probably roughly at 4 million a year. And uh, for the amount of work and the amount of uh, throughput that we get from the team, it's it's off the charts. I compare that with other industries and people say, hey, you're, you, you have to... Uh, to catch up with the industry, but but the team is fantastic, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I really I really like um, how this is moving forward, and uh, I would like to uh, put more speed uh, on the on the way we we penetrate the market, right? If you will, if to achieve that vision of being everywhere. Um, we uh we need to grow the team somehow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you think growing the team has been difficult due to the kind of like um operational kind of um restrictions of like working online, or or do you think like kind of like via Discord, for example, do you think like some of the tooling has held back the the team from expanding, or do you think it's something else? Uh, no, no, I, I don't think it's the tooling. Um, we, we looked at whether from Notion to coordinate to uh, um, whatever, Discord, of course. So the, the tools are there, 
right? And the one thing that we have not identified yet is the best mechanism mechanism to uh, to achieve compensations the way everybody would like. So initially we were we were working on weekly weekly compensations or weekly uh, distributions, uh, and that was huge overhead. So so we moved to a to monthly, right? Um, and we tested several tools to do that and, and mechanisms, right? Uh, very early on when we launched, um, one of the uh, community members came, came in with the idea of default DAO that you might have heard of. Um, and they are they started working on some kind of model for peer-to-peer review. Um, so I would say, if anything, um, yeah, we, we might have lost some talent that's not um, used to to the DAO um, new way of working, right? The future of work. Um, but this is this is how every innovation scenario looks like, right? The early mm-hmm. adopters ad- adapt fast, and that has risks, but also advantages, right? Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, Apollo, just to finish out, maybe uh, you can tell us about uh, some sort of tech that's emerging that you're interested in, or if you think uh, another project or uh, blockchain is doing something cool, maybe you can tell us a little bit about like your other interests, um, if you'd like to share. Um, yeah, I'm... Uh... In terms, in terms of tech, I'm um, I I always like the uh, intersection of of AI and blockchain, right? Mm. And um, and I know there are a couple of teams looking at at use case where that can be implemented. There are some cryptography uh, uh, projects. That based on some geometrical findings in prime numbers, are trying to disrupt uh, private keys and and public keys, right? Uh, reaching out more secure um, networks. Those are like like very fundamental low level technologies that I think uh, might be uh, interesting. Of course, it, for, for more close to Olympus, um, the um, carbon credit markets and what the Klima guys are proposing, I think it's it's very cool, right? Um, they're pulling it together very well and, and Olympus will benefit a lot from that because we help them uh, bootstrap their community and in exchange, Olympus received... Uh, 17 million uh, climas. Um, Community as a service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it is, but but we we discuss that internally quite a lot. The what's the real value of the community, right? Because once you bootstrap someone else's community, right, then it's on its own, and. Um, you, you can be grooming uh, 
a monster and you really don't know. So you have to be very careful, <laughs> right? Um, who yeah. you groom with that power. So, so our treasury, whether it's almost 190 million, that's very easy to quantify. There's a number to that. But what's the value of the power of the community, right? Uh, we cannot take lightly an endorsement from our community to other communities because that has a huge power and there's no number. It's very hard to quantify. It. Um, so, so, yes, that, that, that's a huge advantage and a huge responsibility, right? Because every time you endorse someone, you're also kind of betting your brand. So you have to be careful. Um, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you imagine, you know, you touch on how, you know, the community in itself may, you know, be a big part of the, the premium in a way. Do you think, you know, the power that, that we have within the Olympus community, do you ever see that being kind of uh, monetized by Olympus in the, in the, in the sense of like, kind of providing this, you know, marketing as a service within kind of the DeFi space? What do you think? Yes. Like that? Well, yeah, we, we are, we are sort of doing that with, with Olympus pro, right? So that's, uh, mm. so we, we are offering the service in a bundle, if you will, where, where you have some co-marketing uh, strategies and you use our bonds and uh, Olympus gets uh, 3.3% of, of uh, proceeds or something. Um, so there we are monetizing it. Uh, in the case of Klima, what's different? We say, okay, uh, we help you bootstrap your community. What's, what's in for Olympus? And we got 17 million options that vest at 3.5% of their circulating supply. So this will vest over years with the big advantage that we increase our reserve value without any emissions on our on our side. Mm -hmm. So our, our risk-free value will, will grow while Klima succeeds. If Klima succeeds, our, our free option will value a lot and our treasury will, will grow. We were discussing with ASFI and we'll, we'll discuss next week also how we should include these in our balance sheet, right? Uh, right now they're... Mm -hmm. They have zero value. It's definitely uh, not priced in. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not priced in, and yeah, but but eventually in six months maybe um, the options will probably priced in at zero, right? To be very conservative, uh, the vested um, climas we might be able to price them at least at the risk-free value of of the the carbon credits, which whether it might be something between three, five dollars, seven dollars, right? Yeah. Um, so so yeah, if you if you think long term, right, in a year from now, this this bag that we're holding from that DAO that uh, is an emergent uh, partnership out of a community call, that's how it started. Um might be worth a lot for our treasury also. Um, you only so, need a few of those, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, those those can can help us grow our our revenue and our treasury without um, minting more ohm. So that basically increases the underlying value of the ohms. 
Um, so I, I'm convinced that we are way, way undervalued, but the, um, we'll get there. That's why I know we will be on the top five <laughs> coins as part of our, our goal. You heard Inevitable. it here first, Domies. Um, that's a, actually a lot of alpha. I think a lot of people are going to be listening to this and then running yeah. off and doing lots of calculations to try and work 100%. out. <laughs> yeah, I would say every, everybody has to do their own calculations, but the, the information is out there, right? I think um, Shadow has, has done a fantastic job with uh, the Dune dashboards that help everybody... Um, go through them and there are many calculators in the Discord. ASFI has done a great job putting together a, a kind of institutional level balance sheet and income statement, right? Uh, um, so everybody can go and do their math, right? It's, it's, uh, that's the beauty of the blockchain, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just creates a space for all kinds of actors and for people to put things together themselves. Look, yes. Apollo, I, th I think I think we can talk to you for hours, but <laughs> we want to be mindful of your time, and I feel yeah. like we touched on um, a lot. But um, did you have any kind of uh, closing thoughts for us going into FOMO three? Anything to let the let the Omis know of before we no. round it out? No, basically, thank thank you, thank you so much for having me. I think enjoy FOMO three. Um, I think the uh, even even the FOMO name is something that came from the community. So <laughs> I can't remember who came up with that name, but every FOMO gets better and better. Um, at one point, I would love to do a other physical FOMO, right? Um, mm, with, from yeah. I, I think that uh, yeah, after, after FOMO one, we said we should do a music festival, and that should be FOMO, right? <laughs> So I think I think 100%. we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think once 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 we're in that top five. Yeah, I think, I think we're yes. ready. Apollo, are you on um, Twitter at all, or is there any where people can follow you, or just on the Discord? Yeah, I, I was no, I was never I was never a great uh, Twitter user, but I I decided I think I have maybe two followers. Um, oh, but I start yeah. I'm starting to to tweet <laughs> more and more. So my Tweet is Apollo underscore Om underscore Dao, right? And um, I'm starting to to use Twitter a little more whenever I find. All right, I'm going to go follow you now. Be your third follower. We'll send yeah. the Omis over. Yeah, I'm we'll sure put it in the show notes as well. Um, thank, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming on, Apollo. It's been so nice to talk to you and. Um, you know, hear, hear your voice, have a conversation with you for the first time. I remember my first message <laughs> to you was about whether or not I could go to bed uh, in the sort of second round of the pre-sale. Um, <laughs> I remember so that. Ago, I remember that. Yeah. That was very funny. And actually, actually, I need to thank you guys for for the work you are doing with with the Agora this approach. And I think it's a uh, in any big corporation needs to have a, a good way of uh, uh, doing PR or, or having its voice heard. And, and I think you're doing a great job. So Thanks congratulations. So I really, I really enjoy it. 
Excellent. I'm so yeah, glad to hear. Appreciate, appreciate it. All right, Omis. Uh, that's that's us for this week. Um, we'll, you'll be able to catch this interview very soon. There won't be a news of the week uh, this week because of FOMO 3, but we'll be doing some short daily wraps about the events that have been going on. And you can check out the newsletter, which will fill you in about what's going on around the DAO uh, mm-hmm. and the community. Uh, thanks so much. Oh, and and then by the by the time that this comes out, um, in a roughly twelve hours afterwards, we'll be holding a um, panel show within oh, yes. the main um, Discord. So feel free to um, jump in, Omis, and, and sort of uh, get a get a chat around about what's going on. Pretty FOMO. Yes, that'll be on Thursday Thursday, Thursday night UTC. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the actually the launch of Agora TV. So tune in. And also, there's the Agora subscriber role in the Discord. Uh, if you go to the resource channel and you react to the uh, emoji, then you'll get access to the secret channel uh, where we discuss Agora products and you get to help us shape the future of what uh, Olympus Agora is. So thanks so much, Emis. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye bye.